It's June 14th. Welcome on into Daily Cards Live here on ClabesOnline.com. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey, and we are sponsored each and every day by Munganash, St. Louis Acura, and Royal Banks of Missouri. Rammer Cardinals win the first game 3-1, to one, and now over the next 10 minutes or so of this show, we see how many Dixie Chicks uh, references I can work in to our episode today, as that's where uh, where I'm headed Later on this uh, this evening, with my uh, with my goodbye Earl T-shirt on and ready to go. And a second number would be how many of those references would anybody get? Oh, people would get them. Maybe not you. Maybe not maybe people. not, not you. Not but me. yeah, I you know. So it's you know, there's your trouble with uh, with that one. So, but hey, we're ready to run on our episode for uh, for today. Cardinals get the win, three to one. Matthew Libertor works five innings. He gets the win. Paul Goldschmidt just does Paul Goldschmidt things and once again carries the team. But the interesting thing coming out of this first game of the uh, doubleheader, who's going to pitch in game two after Miles Michaelis throws your his uh, whatever 120 pitches? Well, you're counting on winning big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the hope. You got to win big because you needed your good guys to finish up the comeback game last night. You needed to get you needed them again today to close out this win. And yeah, um three three games in a row might be doable if they're on three different days. But so this this will be interesting. You need some crooked numbers early and um and then stay and stay out in front. That's what you got to look for today. Yeah, and they will be facing in game two a uh, a guy by the name of Bryce Wilson. Bryce Wilson who has uh, started only four games for the Pirates this year, appeared in seven on the uh, on the season, and his numbers, they're not that great. He uh, The last game he uh, started back on May 22nd, so he hasn't started a game, Rammer, since May 22nd, and if you remember, that was the game where I believe the um, Albert Pujols hit the uh, two home runs, and I want to say, is that the game? That uh, the Cardinals brought in a uh, a fresh um, a righty made his major league debut on the mound by the name of Yadier Molina. So that was the eighteen run game. I think it was. I as I just look at his stat line here, he went one and two thirds innings, gave up seven earned runs in that one. So I have a feeling that was the uh, that was the game, unless the Cardinals just blew him out in multiple games that series, and I'm just not remembering. Those Sunday, May twenty second yeah. was the Sunday game. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the Yachty the first time this year that Yachty's pitched. <laughs> God, just saying that is really crazy. <laughs> well, you got to have trusted guys in the bullpen. Yeah. So, Rammer, you and I were talking about this uh, before we before we jumped on. As you look at the way the lineup is kind of constructed and what they plan on doing and the way the schedule lines up, Tommy Edmond was out in the first game. It's already been said that Harrison Bader was playing in both games. How do you how do you construct that lineup for game two? Well, assuming everybody is equally dehydrated, um, I think you got to take care of your older guys first. Um, if I were going to bet, I although he did DH recently, I, I think the key to figuring out the lineup is what you're going to do with Arenado. Goldie will play first. Edmund will play on the infield and almost certainly shortstop. So if Arenado plays third, then Donovan plays second and Gorman's out or DHs or whatever. 
But if Arenado, who played out in the field in the first game, DHs, then Donovan moves over, then Gorman plays both games today. Typical of what you do with young guys. Again, levels of dehydration notwithstanding. And then you figure out your DH and your outfielders. Um, you made a point uh, before we came on that Dylan didn't start the game, Dylan Carlson. So he probably starts in right field. So now it's third, second DH left and some sort of configuration there. Yeah, the um, it, we will see it if it comes out over the next 10 minutes that we're still on the air. We will uh, we will discuss that. There was um, before we get into some of the other stuff of the game, a little a little bit of base running. Um, oh, talk. The best um, I've ever seen. So, but I, I want to go before that because before before that there was a balk on yes, on Brubaker <laughs> that I think confused everybody. That no, I mean, Not I Yachty, think he called it. Yeah, Yachty called the balk. I, I didn't think, know, and they just said, well. Yachty saw it, so I guess it's good. Right. I, is that – Rammer, put on your coaching hat for a second. If you are – I'm trying to think what the name of the uh, the Pirates coach is right now, and I'm drawing a blank on it. Oh, uh, right. You made me get a brain fart too. <laughs> right. But he came out and was livid. And wouldn't you be? I mean, wouldn't you be if you if, if, if I mean, yes, it's Yadier Molina, but if Yadier Molina talks you into calling a balk minutes after it happens, yeah, you can't do that. I, I would have been thrown out probably. That I don't know how he wasn't anyway. Yeah, and that discussion too. I mean, after it's called, what part of that do you go back and you go, hey, what'd you see? And with that long of a conversation, I don't know how that how that happens. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, you know, there are coaches who in basketball who can work the officials. Yachty knows his stuff. The umpires know he knows his stuff. And I think probably when he told them what he saw, they go, oh, yeah, he did do that. Yeah, that's a balk. And so, if you're the manager there, is that something? Do you, I mean, because you know when a pitcher box, whether it's your pitcher or not, do you, are you more upset that the balk was I mean, are you upset with the balk call or are you upset that it took so long for them to be convinced about it? Is that is that what you're out there arguing that saying, hey, you know what? You guys called something. You can't go back on it. This isn't a play you can change your mind on. No, you're getting I think you're getting too technical. I'm just mad because we got a bad ball club and it gives me an excuse to vent. And yeah. and my my argument is what Molina's Molina's calling the game now. You're going to let him call balls and strikes. Like, what are you doing? And uh, I think I would have let him have it a little bit, knowing my guy did it. And it it helps your guys, if they even care at this point, oh, the skipper's got our back. Eh, That's kind of a grandstanding play, but I think I would have done it too. Yeah, the, uh, the the Cardinals, the play you were talking about, though, by the way, the uh, the play oh. in the, was it the sixth inning? Bases loaded, two outs, a ground ball hit up the middle. And uh, was it Sosa or Gorman that just ran? Uh, it was Gorman oh. just ran straight through the bag and uh, ended up causing a rundown, allowing a run to score. And uh, it's a play that I, I, I'm glad on the TV side of things for fans that the, the Cardinals have a guy like Danny Mack who was on top of it immediately. This wasn't like, oh, the play broke down and then he came back from the commercial. The stop, second stop, Gorman, stop, yes, stop. yes. I love Dan. <laughs> he went to the same college. It's not brain surgery. I saw it as soon as it happened too. Relax. Danny's got enough awards. 
<laughs> He's also got his own website that this isn't on, and I'm still yeah. giving him the praise yeah. for it. I haven't yeah. heard the radio yeah. call yet. I, I will have. Seriously, your point is, is right. When you've got knowledgeable people, we we're we are so lucky on TV and radio having really good baseball people. But yeah, so to I'll to, have I'll have Ben Boyd send me Rooney's call and Polo's call, and we will we'll go over all of them and break them all down to see uh, to make sure everybody called it and explained it out immediately. Um, and then run the. KFNS 590 broadcast where I completely interrupt the flow of the show to say, Oh my God. <laughs> That's the best play I've ever seen. I've been there. I've been there. Yes, I know what you're yes, I know exactly those you're moments. I was I was on when uh, when Armando Galarraga had the no, had the perfect game ruined. I was on the air when Jim Joyce made that call and immediately started yelling doing play by play of that. So let's go back to the play. Yes. So bases loaded, two outs, ground ball to the shortstop, routine play to get him at second base, right? Typically, as the runner, you're either going to peel off because you know your outs, the third out of the inning, or if you're going hard like a young guy, all of them are supposed to, but young guys will, man, they'll really bust it, get down there and slide. You're out, but you slide into the bag. Gorman was aware enough because he was off with the pitch. Maybe I can beat this. He ran through the bag, beating the the force, although I want to see that play again. I'm not so sure he did beat it. But anyway, the, the ump immediately said safe. He didn't, immediate, he didn't immediately call it. That's why I well, – yeah, he a second. It, it was like he had another step, and he saw what Gorman was doing and called safe. It was a beat. Um, I thought it was. I, I it seemed it seemed a little delayed to me. I uh, when I saw it, I don't know if you've seen the replay of it yet and the breakdown of it. Well, but I, it, see, it, I saw it live and then the okay. immediate replay. Okay, I thought so, there was a little bit of a break to it, but that is, I mean, that's like if you you know you tell you tell a young baseball player like, hey, when you're out there, you you're, if the ball's hit to you, know where you're going with it. If it's hit to your right, to your left, know where you're going with it, and that takes it a step further. Like as a base runner. Hey, if this ball's hit right there, I'm doing this one thing. I am not sliding into second. I'm doing this one thing where, you know, you could have a third baseman out there with bases loaded and go, hey, if the ball's hit to my left, I'm going to second. If it's hit to my right, I'm tagging the bag. If it's hit right at me, I'm coming home type of situation. That's that's next level that, that the Cardinals showed in that play. Well, I'm going to give the credit to Gorman. I'd be shocked if, if – well, no, I shouldn't say that. That might have been a play – but they didn't know where the ball was going to go. You can't predict. You can't tell the first base runner a hundred different scenarios. But he was off with the pitch, and so so you got to give him credit for that. So any fo anyway, folks, what he did by not being forced out at second base, he allowed Molina to go home. Everyone knows if it's a force out, third out, the uh, the force out negates when the runner crosses the base. Yeah. So by by going past it and having to be tagged out, Molina was able to score. And in fact, both Sosa and Gorman stayed in rundowns long enough. It almost garnered a second run. And uh, it was just an in the moment, brilliant play by Nolan Gorman. He was eventually tagged out for the third out, but Molina was already getting a drink in the dugout by then. And it was <laughs> it, it was just a great 
mental play by Nolan Gorman. It uh, yeah, it, it really was. So the uh, the Cardinals win the game three to one, and will play a, a game this afternoon in uh, or this evening six forty five. It's Miles Michaelis versus Bryce Wilson in uh, in that one. Imagine that you'll get Edmund in the lineup, you'll get Bader in the lineup, Yepes and Kisner, Kisner and Carlson, I, I guess, and then fill in the fill in the gaps from that. Again, assuming. Equal depths of dehydration. I'd be shocked if Goldie wasn't playing first base. And then we'll see how they want to mix and match left field, DH, second base, and third. Yeah. So we will uh we will be with you tomorrow, not after the game Whoa. today. We'll be yeah. Nice job by Libertor today. Yeah, it was. Conversation continues on. Oh, we didn't mention Flaherty starts tomorrow night. We can talk about that tomorrow. But what that means is assuming he doesn't pull a, uh, a Strasburg and continues on in the season, you got four of your five starters now locked in and it's a competition between uh, Libertor and Palante and a couple of others for that fifth spot. So it'll be inter- interesting to see in the next week how that plays out. I uh, I also believe I, I don't know if um, that when Flaherty is activated tomorrow, they will have to make a move on the 40-man roster. I believe moving him to the 60-day injured list means that they were able to bring somebody on the 40-man, and I think the 40-man is at 40 right now. So I believe a corresponding, uh, major corresponding yeah. roster move will have to have. I say major because it means you're you're actually putting a guy on, either extending a guy's injury or telling designating the guy for assignments yeah and whether that's a no name or not that's still pretty major as far as his his life is concerned i guess yeah um is matt's on the he's not on the 60 is he? no he's just on the 15 day right now but it's it's been about yeah and and then the other thing to keep an eye on um uh ozzy albies the terrific second baseman for the braves broke his foot last night are we do we see a trade partner situation with Paul DeYoung, who is red hot at Memphis? Just a little teaser, something to think about. God, your your mind went to trade partner. My mind went to Tommy Edmonds going to be the starting second baseman for the All-Star game now. And both can be true. Right. That's <laughs> Because I don't know. I mean, you look at what he's done and what he did last night and continues to do. I don't know how Tommy Edmonds not not on oh, that All-Star uh, on that All-Star team. With with Goldschmidt, with Arenado, Michaelis could make another strong statement tonight, and then you uh, you throw Wainwright, Yachty, and Albert on there as uh, as commissioner picks, and that's uh, that's a whole lot of red out there in LA. Be fun, be really it will fun. be. Hey, this has been another edition of Daily Cards Live here on ClabesOnline.com. We are brought to you each and every day by Royal Banks of Missouri and Munganas St. Louis Acura. Hey, at Munganas St. Louis Acura, they are the nation's only 30-time Acura Precision Team winner. You can go to their website, shop from there at stlouisacura.com, or go to their uh, location at 13720 Manchester Road and 
and see all of the cars they have on lot. But I tell you this, whether you go to the lot or you go on their website, you are going to see the uh, the beautiful 2022 Acura MDXs that they have there available for you at Munganas St. Louis Acura. He's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. We will talk to you tomorrow. It's Jack Flaherty Day tomorrow, and we will bring you some pregame coverage right here on Daily Cards Live here on ClabesOnline.com. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal, Center, and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community.